Welcome to the Casual Fridays REI podcast, where you'll learn about the wildly profitable niche of land investing. Active land investors Adam Southey and Justin Sleva are here to share their experiences with you so that you can learn how to build massive cash flow and huge profits from this highly lucrative niche. So without further ado, here are your hosts, Adam Southey and Justin Sleva. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Adam Southey here with my co-host, Justin Sleva, and this is the Casual Fridays REI podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about scheduled Bs and HUD ones and how they work together, what you should be looking for and reviewing and all the fun stuff that goes with it. Before we do that, though, let's talk about the Casual Fridays land flipping blueprint. Guys, if you're thinking about getting into this industry, this is it. This is the course you want to buy. Justin and I spent months doing consulting calls and helping people out before we ever put this course together. So what's that mean for you? Well, for one, because we've done so much consulting, we know where people get hung up and we've addressed those issues in this course. But also, we've got two experienced land investors who came together, took the best parts of each of their business and laid them out for you in an easy to follow video format. So if this excites you and you're thinking about getting into this industry, all you got to do is go to our website at www.casualfridaysrei.com. Click on the training tab, get signed up, get started. Happy Friday. Hey, what's up? Nothing, man. We've had two Aussies on in the last two weeks. Mm-hmm. I feel like we need to go to Australia. I'd love to go to Australia. I mean, yeah. I'm ready to go. I've always wanted to go to Australia. I feel like we're I feel like we're indoctrinated into the Aussie lifestyle now because of our, our love from down under. And the cool thing to me is that we've gotten two guys that are actually like chasing their dreams here in America from down under. And it's just like that to me just like excites me. Hmm. Just that that uh that drive, that chase, that Willing to put in the work when nobody's watching to make it happen for yourself. Yeah, that is exciting. Um, I do have two really close friends from New Zealand though, mm-hmm. and so I might I might have to go check out New Zealand first. There's a big there's a battle between. Oh, I could I could do New Zealand because they're they're Kiwis and you have the Aussies, so we could do mm-hmm. Kiwi Aussie. Maybe like fly from New Zealand down to Australia, check out Sydney for a day or two. That that would be awesome. Fly back out. Yeah, Mr. Worldwide. Mr. Worldwide, are you Pitbull now, Mr. 405? <laughs> every, I just he's got this new commercial out. Every time I see him, I can't help but say, Mr. Worldwide. Yeah, no, I, I like it. I like it. <laughs> oh, so today's going to be an exciting topic of HUD ones and title insurance and yeah, all Schedule that stuff. Bs and how they all work together. Yeah, it's such a boring topic, but it's one of those things that a we're going to make fun because that's what we do. Uh-huh. But b it's just the importance of it. It's it's so big. It's so real. It's like yeah. And you're, you're going to give us an example, right? I'm going to give you a real life example because this, like this, our podcast is our journey and things that pop up. And I'm like, oh, sh- yeah, we, sh- we should have, a- we should talk about this because it just happened in, in with a plum property. So, I mean, a cool thing for plum for me is I coming into the holidays, got to send out some checks this week. One guy, uh, I think his checks totaled right around $20,000. Another guy was around 10 grand. That's huge. That's a uh, good week for people getting ready for, for the holidays. So, that's awesome to see. Those guys will either fund their deals or they'll come back. And you know, a couple of those deals wouldn't have happened without Plum, and I, and I love seeing that. But in those deals, we had a uh, HUD-1 come back for closing. And I'm looking at it, and I'm like, there's five years of HOA fees they're trying to charge me for. I bought the property through title. And so and it's two pieces, and two things stood out to me. So I looked at the real estate commission, uh, the, real, the realtor's commission. It was like 10%. And I'm like, hold up. This, this isn't right. And then on the on that I saw the uh, HOA for five dues. Well, we had sold another property, so I knew there was probably back HOA dues because we we bought a package of two under this one policy. But they charged us five hundred and twenty dollars a year for a hundred and thirty dollar a year 
HOA fees. And I'm like, hold up, this isn't right. So I start calling. Well, the lady gets like freaked out on me. And then I also noticed she had our taxes wrong. The lady, who's this? Title, the the closer that we're working with. So I call her and I said, hey, I told you I already paid those taxes. And we talked about that a couple episodes back where I said I paid taxes back. I'd already paid for the taxes, but this one I had done and I showed her the receipt. Well, she was arguing with me about, well, taxes are figured at this, this is your responsibility. I said, I'm not arguing with the responsibility of it, but I've already paid $900 for this property for taxes and you're charging me another 450 So now I'm paying 1300 bucks out of my pocket for taxes. And she's like, hold on. And she, I was on the phone with her. She's like, hold on, I'll call you right back. Let me, let me look at something. And then she sends me a corrected HUD. And I'm like, great. Now that you've got the taxes figured out, because I was right, she was wrong. She's busy, you know, overlooks. She does it her same way every time. Something was a little bit different. She missed it. I'm not saying escrow people are bad. I'm not saying title people are bad. What I'm saying is that we need to understand how to do that. And the cool thing for me is this is something we teach in our course. Like we, we say, hey, we go through a HUD and we look at it and show you what you kind of got to have a glance at it. Now, it takes a few times to get it down, but I thought it was funny that we have it in our course and not many other courses do. Mm. So yeah. fast forward. So I'm like, okay, great. You fixed the taxes. Now the HOA fees, do you want to fix those? Because you should have cleared those when we bought it with you eight months ago, but you didn't. And the Schedule B says that. So either I need your legal department to file a claim, it hits you as a closer, or you can take care of it for us now. She's like, well, I'm talking to the legal department. Uh, Did you buy it through the same title company that you're closing it through? So we bought the properties. Um, we bought two properties under one title policy. We sold one of them right off the bat, and we closed with a different title company where they found... HOA dues that were due. Mm. And they found the HOA company. So we was like, well, let's wait till we get the other one done so we know exactly where we're at when it's all said and done. So when we sold the other one, we closed with the original title company. Said, hey. You went back to the one that didn't find it the first time? Yep. Because? Because we thought we'd all get it. They would take care of it all at once. Oh, okay. So, um, you know, six one way, half a dozen the other. We're buying insurance when you buy title insurance. And that's mm-hmm. the Schedule B says, hey, there's an HOA here. All HOA dues need to be paid present when we bought it. So up through 2019. Well, on my closing on my sale, they're showing from 2013 to 2018. A lot of dates, a lot of numbers being thrown at us right now. The short of it is they didn't clear it on the front side. On the sales side, they tried to hold 46, 4700 bucks from us and, and go through it. So now we have to so I'm, I'm like, hey, give me the branch manager. I want to know how your branch wants to handle this. I'm okay with filing a claim with the title company, or y'all can fix it. It's up to you. And they, her excuse to me was, well, you know, there's a lot of inactive HOAs out there, and we had to uh, listen to the seller. So the seller said it was okay that they'd never been paid. They never had to pay one. Well, mm-hmm. that doesn't fix it for me. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, you bought insurance, so just claim the insurance. <laughs> yeah, I know. But now I've got forty six, forty seven hundred bucks sitting out in limbo now. Not to mention the headache. That's her responsibility, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so that those type things are a why we close through title because you want to have that somewhat of a protection there. Meaning you probably never would have known if there was HOA or not. Yeah, right? you would have and sold the, it just sitting out there because yeah. the guy's not answering on the first go around with the title company. The second go around, you just would have kept moving forward. You know. Yeah. So, but I think it's important because most people just get a, a HUD or something and they just look at it real quick yep. because they don't go through it and really, well, this means this, this should be like that. And they just, yeah, yeah, yeah okay, I guess my net looks right or a little, yeah. a little bit off, but that's not a big deal. And, yeah, it's closing cost, you know? Yeah. And that's, and that's important. So, HUD one, sometimes you'll see it called an Ulta form. Essentially, it's the breakdown of how much the purchase price is, 
how much the buyer has to bring to the table and what the seller gets dispersed. And it has all the fees in there and have to be there detailed down to the penny. So you should be able to see that. So look line by line through that and you, you'll see some stuff that may stick out to you. You know, like I said, I saw the real estate agent was like getting paid 10%. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, hold up. We agreed to five. Well, I get the listing contract and the partner had, he had agreed to it and signed up with the real estate agent. I never saw the listing docs. Um, and then I said, hey, send me the contract for the listing docs. And when you look at it, well, in Arizona, they separate the buyer's and the seller's commission. Most states, it says, hey, we're going to take a 5% and we'll give 3% of our 5% to the corresponding or the buyer's agent. Well, this one has 5% for the buyer's agent and 5% for the seller. So the selling listing agent's like, oh, yeah, we're just going to do it at 5%. That's what she told the guy. And she goes, yeah, 5% for us and 5% for them. So she did 10%, which wouldn't have been a big deal, but I think it took both of us by surprise. Mm. So so now, but you closed on it anyway, paying that money, and now mm. you're getting to learn about the whole process of filing a claim, right? Yeah, I'd never filed an insurance claim before mm-hmm. through uh, for title insurance. So that was actually pretty straightforward. They had a, for- a quick form you filled out. You sent it to them, and then they have, uh, they say 10 to 15 days to respond. I got a response back in 24 hours. says, hey, it's been assigned to a claim person. Give us 30 days. If you don't hear anything in 30 days, reach out to us. So now we're kind of in that 30-day period. We're probably 26, 25 days into it, or 25 days left into it. Yeah, what I didn't like about this is the title company owns the yeah. insurance claim company, right? Yeah. Now that now you were told by someone that they have a good track record of paying them. Yeah. But it's still, if the title company owns the claim insurance, the insurance company, mm-hmm. that, well, I could find plenty of ways that I wouldn't want to have to pay that out if I own the company. Yeah. But had, you know, when a guy buys it, I didn't sign an affidavit of no HOA because I don't know. I'm going to you for that. That's part of your due yeah. diligence. Yeah. That's why we hired you. Yeah. But insurance companies aren't notoriously known for paying out because they made mistakes. No, you're exactly right. And so there is a little bit of risk there. So we'll update it as it comes up, but it's important to understand what's in your schedule B so the Schedule B tells you everything that they need to see cleared before they're going to issue title insurance. So all that was supposed to be done before they gave us title insurance, which the closer didn't do. So that paperwork is still, you know, they have all the paperwork there and all that. But for me, like I'm the I'm the consumer, so I'm, hey, I came to you to be my protection. You're supposed to protect it, and you didn't. Mm-hmm. And so now we're going through the claims process. So it could not work out, and I could lose $4,700. There's, there's a real risk there, but I don't think it's a lot. You don't think the risk is a lot? Yeah, I think yeah, I'm yeah. gonna end up getting it back. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So, but forty seven hundred bucks—that's you know—that's a that's a month's worth of bills. Yeah, yeah, that's nothing to skimp at. I mean, forty seven hundred is quite a bit of money to a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's a thing that we're gonna ask and we're gonna keep we're gonna push through and see and we can update on it. But the importance of that it was found in you know by looking at my HUD statement before I signed on it, my closing statements, and say, okay, hey, man, because in my head I had figured said so this property. We sold it for $32,000. I thought with closing cost and realtor fees, we were supposed to be somewhere around twenty-seven, twenty-eight. dollars um, is kind of what I thought we would net on it. And when it came back at $24,000, I'm like, hold up, or, well, this, is, this is way too low. Mm-hmm. Why am I losing $8,000 in closing? And so you start searching through it and looking at pennies, and you're like, hey, you see the taxes were wrong. You see the you see the agent was getting paid a lot, and you're like, wait, uh, that doesn't sound right. And then you see the the uh, back HOA fees. Yeah, yeah. So make sure you're paying attention to all that. Every little bit is important. Um, don't just look at it and just sign, assume that. Yeah, assume right. that they're right. Actually, yeah. take a glance at it. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I think that's good. Do you have anything else you want to throw in there about that? No, I mean it's it's a kind of a boring topic. <laughs> yeah, I don't but wanna... it is but it is something that could 
potentially cost you some money, and it only takes you a couple minutes to look at it. And as you do it over and over and over, stuff is going to look right to you or wrong to you. Um, you know, if you, hey, if it's ten percent on a deal and you sold it for thirty two thousand, well, I should have thirty two hundred bucks in real estate agent fees. Hey, my taxes, I know were seven hundred dollars, eight hundred bucks. I'm paying a prorated amount on that, so up to that that point in the year, you know, your your fees with them, they're going to be some escrow fees. You know, did they agree to two fifty aside or five hundred aside? Are you paying for all of it or the buyer's supposed to be paying for some of it when you're selling, or, you know, so you'll kind of understand it. And it's pretty simple to follow along and understand what's going going on. You know, the, everyone's a little bit different because it'll say it in different spots where the seller's going to get their cash, how much going to be due. You know, sometimes the buyer will have to bring more money to the table than the purchase price. So it'll kind of throw you off a little bit too. But if you go line by line, you shouldn't miss anything, but it's important that you actually look at those documents. Agreed. All right, so uh, we'll call it right there for today, though. It is the first week, it's the end of the first week of ticket sales for the live event, mm -hmm. which we're so super excited to be doing. Mm -hmm. um, so if you haven't checked it out, make sure you go do it. It's on the website, the live event tab. Uh, learn all about it, and um, don't miss that. And when you get done doing that, go to Facebook, and then go to Instagram, and go to YouTube, like always. Give us a like, give us a follow there. And then go to iTunes, go to Stitcher, go to wherever else you're listening to us. Like, rate, review, and subscribe to the show. We appreciate it. We love you. See you Monday. See you guys.